Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Our Sacred Honor, Part 3. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and today is Monday, January 31st, 2022. And we have some exciting stories tonight. I'm going to, I've rewritten the Declaration of Independence, and that's what we're going to get into tonight for a deeper discussion on what we need to be focusing on, at least I think so, in this greater fight to save humanity. So before we begin, MyPillow, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, B-A-R-D-S, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, B-A-R-D-S. That is the homepage for the Bards Nation, our landing page, which is awesome. And there's all sorts of great deals, by the way, going on on MyPillow right now, especially this deal, which just came up today. So if you use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and you make a purchase on MyPillow, you're now going to get a free copy of Mike Lindell's book, which is, uh, let's see the name of it, what, what Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO. That's going to be a free gift if you use your promo code with every purchase you make. And that includes all the great savings that go along with that with slippers at 50% off and sheets for as as much as 60% off as low as $39.99 for the Giza sheets. That's a dream right there. That's awesome. So head on over there to MyPillow.com. Check it out. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Get your free copy with a purchase of Mike's great book. What what are the odds? And by the way, Mike Lindell is on tomorrow night. So I'm real excited about that. It's going to be a great show. We're going to talk a lot about what's going on with this debanking thing. We're going to talk about his book. We're going to talk about uh, just what it is to be a CEO, like one of the only CEOs in the nation that openly proclaims Christ. It's going to be a great interview. So make sure and check that out. And so in addition to all that, just remember that your promo code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, on my pillow. And there's all sorts of fantastic savings on all of the sites that they have. Okay, also, my, it's uh, thefoundersbible.com, thefoundersbible.com, which is the Bible for our time. That Bible is an NASB 1995 edition. It was designed to put our founding, docu- founding fathers' documents interworked within the scripture. It's a great lesson in not only God's word, but it's an amazing lesson in how our founding fathers used scripture as a living language. And that's incredible in itself. So check that out. You can get 20% off on that using your promo code, B-A-R-D-S, BARDS. Promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Use that in the coupon section at checkout, and away you go. Finally, Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. That's the coffee for our time. BARDS Nation designed to give you that boost of energy and sustained energy over the entire day. Boost up your serotonin and also help create the foundations of a strong immune system. That goes along with a whole set of products in a health ecosystem that's there on expeditioncoffee.com, X-P-E-D. Those include the Gut Health Triad, which help heal and seal your gut, heal and seal your gut. Leaky gut syndrome is one of the number one problems of our health. 
and it's very curable. But of course, big pharma doesn't want you to know that. They want you to take an injection instead. And then you have Immune XP. Immune XP is uh, is a pine cone extract based immune supplement, which is high in vitamin C, boosts your strength of your immune system. Then Pure 47, which is the most refined silver extract currently on the market. It'll isolate any of the known pathogens, including SARS-CoV bioweapons that have been launched against us. And Earth, which is a full body and nutrient powder. Mix it with a shake. Have it. It's fantastic. I take all these products every day. Fantastic products. Keeps you healthy and strong. If you're taking all of these products together, about the only thing you're going to need, and if it's dependent on your lifestyle, will be a bit of vitamin D and a bit of zinc. And that's it. I mean, you really, this whole thing takes care of everything you're going to need, and it's not dependent on the big pharma model. And that's the idea, is to keep you away from the big pharma bioweapon industry and the hospital internment camps. Keep your healthy and strong. Reclaim your health sovereignty. So again, Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. So before we begin, Patriots, a couple of things around the horn. I want to start with the Canadian truckers move, which is fantastic. I had a great call with one of my dear friends, Chuck Prodnick, who I've mentioned many times before. He's in the movie, um, Bards of War, Fighting is Everything. He is, um, his, we became great friends, and we were both in that ambush and sanguine together. And it was just good to get a real Canadian perspective, one I can absolutely trust. Chuck is a warrior, puts laser sights on what's going on, and it's it's good to hear. I mean, obviously, this is a big moment in Canada and for the world. Canada is stepping up and taking the lead in many, many ways. And we both agree on this comment that there has to be an understanding that the, the win here is people coming together, not the win of what the deep state's going to do. Now, somebody wrote me, and I'll keep their name out, but somebody wrote me kind of a snarky email today. It's like, oh, is this good enough for you? As they try to prove to me that Canada was worshiping, was doing prayers together. If you listened to my show last night, I was very clear about something. I honor all of what the truckers are doing. I honor what Canada is doing. I honor the prayers that are being done. But in the victory of this, it ha- it can't be a sideline event. We have to put our focus on Christ and Jesus before everything we do, giving honor to God and Christ in all that we do. And when we start placing that priority first, we're going to start seeing mountains move. That was the premise of the show last night. So if you are a Canadian last night and you got your panties in a wad, don't. Because I didn't say anything down about what you're saying. What we're talking about is where the ultimate focus has to be in order to achieve victory. And as a globe, we are not doing this. As humanity, we aren't doing this. We're protesting the things. We're not protesting the context of the event and what it means to reclaim our liberty. That's the key piece, okay? So we have to get back to focusing on what we're trying to fight for. These incremental fights, like taking down the mandates, let's remember who took away our rights. They did. Okay? It's really important. It's like they take away our rights and people are going, I want my rights back. And then they give them back to people and they go, we won. It's like, no, 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 no. You didn't win anything. What you just got was what they stole to, stole from you. And by the way, not only did they steal it from you, but they, they cut off a whole bunch of stuff when they handed it back. Because during that 18 months of hell we've been through in this last this, this, since this thing started, they've launched more surveillance satellites. They've integrated more digital controls, back ends. They've got people to comply with their rules willfully. They, these tyrants are sitting up in little desks, like little wingy snipper 
uh, Trudeau, who has now fled his country, or at least fled his office. Rumors has it he's fled to the United States, which would not surprise me because it would be like our CIA that would probably give them safe haven, probably put him up in a mansion somewhere too. So it's important to understand that the intensity of this fight is not going to end anytime soon. And that that's where it was really good to have this conversation with Chuck. Total respect for what the Canadians are doing. And yes, Canada, you are leading the world right now. So lead it. I mean, that's the bottom line. Lead it. Do not back down. Don't accept anything less than a full ex- return of your liberties. And that means liberty is the way we're going to talk about tonight, which have nothing to do with these mandates. That's a that's a, like a little baby step. You need to topple your government, Canada. You need to put the people back in charge and you need to pursue every one of these dirt bags and bring them to justice. And if Canada does that, I mean, that's great. Then they deserve that limelight. And Canada deserves all the credit in the world right now for leading the world. You know, this quiet northern neighbor that sits around here and the Americans always mock it like, oh, they're just another colony of the United States. Well, (laughs) hate to tell you, that colony of the United States is now taking the bull by the horns and literally leading it for the world. So it's going to take it's going to take a hard nose lockdown. And that means if they're, if Canada's going to hold true to this, you have to stop shipping in your nation. You have to make shelves go bare. You have to make people lack food, lack supplies. And for all of you millennials out here who are going to cry bloody murder and start screaming for Trudeau to change your diaper, I got news for you. You're going to suffer with us. Because when people start to suffer, and feel the pain is when they start to awaken from this deep slumber they're in and this injection nonsense that they keep buying into. That old adage, I just saw it posted on the board here. It's so true. No pain, no gain. Well, guess what? If you've played, if you understand sports and you understand that slogan, we're in it now. So if you haven't been to the gym lately, you might want to. Yep. Well, if you don't know how to cook, it might be a good time to start, millennials. So just saying, so let's kick it. I mean, this is, this is what we want to see. And the, I don't care what country leads it. We're, this is a fight for humanity. This is something to keep in mind. We're fighting for humanity. This is where we literally are all in it together. Not their goofball way where like we're all in this together to roll up your sleeve and get the shot. No, not happening. So congratulations, Canada. Our prayers are absolutely with you. Let us all start moving towards giving the true credit to where credit is due, which is the power of God and God's grace and all that we have. Humble ourselves before him all day, through the day, in every day when we begin. Pursue that intimate relationship with Christ to stand boldly in this fight, because without it, we will be knocked off the rock of faith, and we can't afford that. And whatever you do, do not waver, Canada, until the entire country is on its knees praying to God for forgiveness, and hopefully America will join you. I guarantee you we will. I guarantee at least there will be a whole Bard's Nation that will. Everyone else, follow Bard's Nation. There you go. So last little thing I just want to point out. There was an announcement today that they are um, introducing the flu again. I, I thought the flu was gone, but apparently it's not. The flu is back, and it's so vicious that they've had to develop a new nano spray. Oh, that's right. It's a nanoparticle spray. But they found it has enhanced nasal flu delivery mechanisms. Yeah, well, let me tell you a little bit about nano. Nano nose sprays. This is for real, what I'm going to tell you. It happens to be a, a project I was kind of maybe, maybe sort of, maybe, maybe sort of was on. 
one of the ways it was discussed about taking out ISIS, and this was in 2014, I get the date, 2014, one of the ways of taking out ISIS, there was this kind of idea thrown around that we could get nanoparticles in them that would disrupt their frontal cortex of the brain which would cause them to have an inability. Well, actually, my version of it originally was to make them all smell bacon. That's how it started out because it was a laughing. I made a joke about it. Why don't we, like, put nanoparticles out there to institute a the, in the frontal cortex to stimulate the perception of smell and have them smell bacon? But the real answer was that we could deliver, to the best of my knowledge, it never went anywhere. But I want you to understand what they're talking about, the potential. The real science exists and existed in 2014, already in the labs, to create a, a nanotech nose spray that you could spray, and those nanotechs would settle into the frontal cortex of the brain, and then when stimulated by a microwave or something like that, 5G, the nanotech would cause permanent disruptive thinking in for the person, meaning they would have a permanent ADD capacity on steroids and unable to focus on anything and be constantly confused. This is not science fiction. This is real. It exists. It's been considered. And like I said, if I can think about it and if I've thought about it and I've proposed it, someone's already made it. So that's always my rule. If I can imagine it, someone's already made it. So this garbage that they're talking about that Researchers at the Georgia Tech State, Georgia State University have produced a novel nanotech particle of na enhanced oh, intranasal influenza vaccine. That's what it is. All they're doing right now with these vaccines is they're finding new ways to get them in your body. The target is the brain and your, your neurocortex, all that neural network in your body, and they're trying to get them settled in. The injections were a critical first step. From what we understand, about 200 million Americans took at least one shot. About 80% of Canada took at least one shot. By the way, a little stat on this whole thing in Canada, which is very impressive. Canada has mobilized, and this number is important if you know our history. Canada has mobilized about 3% of its public to mobilize against Ontario. 3%. Does that sound familiar? 3%ers? Because in our history, it was the 3%ers that drove the revolution that ultimately won victory from England. Again, tonight it's going to be like Go Canada Night. Don't forget the 3%ers. They're reestablishing the bar again. But the whole attack that's going on us right now is very real. And this attack is coming in an asymmetric for formation. They went after first the vax. That's an injectable. It gets into your cells. Now what's happening is they're reinforcing this. And from the best of my study, and I this oh I have to say this I guess because Joe Rogan just had to say it, so I guess I better too. I'm not a doctor. I don't know if you knew that or not, but I'm not a doctor. I don't wear a white coat, and I don't give you diagnosis. Uh, these are my opinions. I didn't know if you knew that either. And I, I bet you're also equally surprised to hear that I have an opinion once in a while, like a whole bunch of them. And, but unlike Joe Rogan, I will tell you, I do have opinions and I don't just have conversations and kind of like, I don't know what I'm going to say when I sit down. I know damn well what I'm going to say when I sit down. I'm going to tell you the big pharma sucks. 
that big pharma is an absolute tyrant and they are the evil of this world. That's what it is right now. And there's echelons above them and that there is a whole war against humanity to try to extinguish humanity. Just, just so we're clear. Just so we're clear. I don't want anybody to be confused about where I sit. But anyway, this war is being waged in an asymmetric fashion against humanity. And from the best of what I can tell from my own research, what they have done is they've created those that took the injection are kind of, they have the base programming in their cells now. But what this, this transition of people to transhumanism needs to be constantly fed. So nanotech is part of that. And they're constantly putting in nanotech. They're putting it in all the vaccines. Now I told you that was coming. And we talked about that over the last couple of weeks. And here it is. It's showing up now in the flu that's magically reappeared. They're going to be putting this sort of nanotech in everything, including food. I don't know that it has the effect on people that are unvaxxed as it does with the vaxxed. My theory is I have no substantiated proof of this other than inference by the studies that I've researched that I've done. It appears that those that have been vaxxed because they contain the vaxxes contain the graphene oxide. They contain a hydrogel, which or a, a hydro vulgaris, that this nanotech is like food to that thing. And then it is assembling around that basic core node, that core programming that was injected in people. So that also tells you that if you are not injected, you have to continue to pursue eating healthy, living healthy, exercising, keeping your body as strong and as pure as possible, which is getting increasingly difficult. But then if you've listened to Glenn Beck's recent show on transhumanism, which was outstanding, by the way, I would just really say congratulations, Glenn Beck, for getting on the transhuman train finally. But thank you. Great, great show. That show, he got into the point that they are very aware, those in power, that there is going to be a group that absolutely refuses to accept nanotech or transhumanism. And it's like, yeah, that's me. I'll raise my hand big and tall. And that's what they're most concerned with. So obviously they understand that there's no matter what they do, unless they get you injected, they're not going to be able to bring you over to their side. Don't get injected, whatever you do. Bottom line. Okay. So um, as we move forward here, someone just wrote, can we update updates on the cure reverse of MRNA and nanotech? There are no cures. There are no reverses of MRNA and nanotech to our known knowledge at this point in time. None. There's some skanky advertisements going on out there that are trying to convince you. Otherwise that is pure pariah marketing. They're trying to get you to buy products that are absolutely unproven. So to this point in time, there is no known way to remove that from your body. Now, all that said, as we have now established that we are at war, I hope everybody gets that. And over the last previous shows, Thursday and Friday, I did this show. We, we went through the Declaration of Independence. If you have not listened to those, I would encourage you to, because we're getting, we're going to go in tonight to a rewrite. And I realized, I will tell you, this was a big deal. I wrote this and it, it's a, it's a little bit um, intimidating might be a word to write, to rewrite or modernize the declaration of independence. But finally, I mean, I, I put it to prayer and I'm like, you know what, just do it because what we're missing right now is that we have an amazing declaration of independence, but it's not contextualized to the current fight. So 
this is, I've done this once before on a previous show, but I've refined it even a little bit more in this one slightly. And so this is a rewrite, my version of the Declaration of Independence, which I feel is appropriate for the time we're in. And so I'm going to read this tonight and you can make the assessment yourself and see what you think. So let's begin. And I titled it the, the I titled it The Patriots Declaration of Independence for the Fight for Humanity. There comes a time that the truth must be spoken no matter the consequence of the message. Our founding fathers understood this when they signed the Declaration of Independence. 56 men signed their name to the bottom of the document mutually pledging to each other and to the newly emerging nation their lives their fortunes, and their sacred honor. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty and prosperity for ourselves and all patriots worldwide have pledged the same and now do so again. These words still ring true today that when in the course of human history, human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and the laws of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that we should declare the causes which impel us to this separation. For what we now identify as the deep state and global elites, you are both the cause of our separation and the reason for us to openly state, we declare ourselves free and sovereign as declared by our founding fathers and as given to us by God. You, the deep state and global elites, are, are hereforth declared as the enemy of we the people, and all of humanity across the world. On this sacred vow, we the people declare war against you and against all that you stand for and represent. As for, as our founding fathers wrote, and as we affirm today, we told we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by God, our Creator, with certain unalienable rights, then among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to, con- that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of we, the people, so that whenever any form of government becomes criminal and destructive to these ends, it is the right of we, the people, to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundations on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to most likely to affect our safety and happiness. Temperance and faith, indeed, will dictate that government long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses, treason, sedition, crimes against humanity, and despicable horrors levied against God's children exceeds the grace of God, 
and the tolerance extended to you by his people, it becomes our duty to throw off such vile, evil, and illegal governance and to establish new guards for our future security and prosperity. You, the members of the deep state and global elite, are the enemy of we the people and all patriots worldwide. We are waging war against you and against all that you stand for and represent. To all of you of the deep state and global elites, your history to the present is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over the world. Let these facts be submitted to an awakened world. Your power and wealth derive themselves from the manipulation of truths and the exploitation of our God-gifted talents for the benefits of your maniacal visions of control and the offerings to your Luciferian idols and false gods. You have sold your souls to the dark arts of power and greed, building armies from unwitting fools, sacrificial worship, destruction of innocence, threat, fear, blackmail, and coercion. You subvert legal systems and legislation in violation of the will of the people for your own personal wealth gain and expansion of power. You have aligned yourself with foreign powers, secret societies, bankers, and financiers, all of whom seek the common goal of the destruction of the United States, the subjugation of we the people and patriots worldwide. You have raped, murdered, tortured, slandered, and destroyed countless lives and families for your pleasure, accumulation of wealth, and the joyful fix from the adrenaline of power. You have waged economic war against we the people to destroy wages, impoverish communities, impose economic enslavement, and force whole populations to bow to your will and modicum of rations. You have waged war against we the people with embedded criminals, drugs, illegal aliens, and the media distorting facts, criminalizing truth, and seditiously manipulating opinion into agents of hate and violence. You have weaponized medicines, food, water, and consumer products to ensure long-term physical and mental degradation, genetic damage, and biological destruction. You have corrupted legal and justice systems to ensure that we the people remain under the constant pressure of punishment or imprisonment while you the elites are allowed to operate unimpeded and without threat of legal consequence. You have violated the tenets of office, your oaths to God, the Constitution, and the free and sovereign citizens of this republic. Using intelligence tools designed for use in war, you have illegally spied on citizens of the United States and patriots around the globe to create dossiers and leverage that are used to control, influence, and destroy lives and families. Through your rigged legal system and activist anti-constitutional and anti-American judges and lawyers, you have waged lawfare against we the people for the purpose of degrading the Constitution, destroying the authority and legitimacy of the office of the president, and punishing American citizens who believe in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and the belief in God Almighty. 
Using your vast array of intelligence and influence tools, you have rigged the free and fair election system to ensure that anyone elected to office at a state or federal level is or becomes a controlled agent of your agenda, ensuring that we the people never have a representative voice. Using foreign governments and intelligence agencies, most notably the United Kingdom, GCHQ, the Crown, the Crown Church, Canada, Italy, France, Australia, Ukraine, the Vatican, multinational corporations, and China, you have waged an intelligence and media war against we the people to promote division, hate, and violence across America in an effort to weaken the will of the people and destroy the United States from within. Above all, You have placed yourself on the throne of power of this nation and the world, ousting God, defaming our Savior Christ Jesus, violating the basic premise of how this land, the United States of America, was to be ruled per the original Declaration of Independence. Our rights were endowed to us by the Creator and shall never be taken away by man. We understand that returning power back to the people means we the people must ultimately ensure every one of you is held accountable for your crimes, that you as members or sympathizers of the deep state and or global elites can never find safe haven on this planet or locations beyond our reach. We are patriots and we will find you, hunt you, and never stop until every last one of your kind is brought to justice. To God Almighty and Christ Jesus, we make this oath. We have warned you time and again to cease with your unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded you of our sovereign rights and our unconquerable will. We have appealed to your native's justice and magnanimity, and we have pleaded to you by the ties of common kindred to disavow these usurpations, which would inevitably force us to this point. You, the deep state, and the global elites have responded by mocking us, deaf to the voice of justice, liberty, and prosperity for all. We must, therefore, out of necessity, hold all of you, as well as any sympathizers across the world, enemies in war, in peace, friends. Our conviction is forged through prayer and on the rock of faith. Our righteousness is built on the respect for the countless lives who have paid the ultimate sacrifice. We are assuming our authority given to us by God to walk on snakes and scorpions and dominion over all the power of evil in simple terms so as not to be misunderstood. When you attack one of us, you attack all of us. Rebellion to tyrants is obedience to God. We fully anticipate that you will continue to launch your demons, that you will convene more witches' covens, that you will send more of your worshipers to the false religion of climate change, that you will continue to harass and defame we the people with fake news and lies, and that you will instigate more acts of terror against us with your programmed agents of violence. We know that some of us will pay the ultimate price, that some of us will be jailed, by your corrupt system of justice, that some of us will be framed and accused by your anti-American propaganda media, the agents of sedition. But know this, none of it will change our resolve. Patriots will not stop until justice is served and sovereign freedom is restored. The awakening is now viral. No matter how hard you try to stop it, it will only get worse for you. 
we will never stop. For every one of us you attack, 300 more will stand. You need to understand a simple truth. We know. We know your crimes. We know your treason. We know the despicable horrors you have done to God's children, our children, our friends, our brethren, our elderly. So remember these words. We the people will never stop for we have our faith, our love for liberty, our love for country, and the love for God in our hearts and souls. Let all of the world hear these words under a sacred pledge to God. We are coming, and nothing can stop us, for we rise with faith and prayer as our foundation, God at our back, and Christ Jesus before us, truth and knowledge on our shield, swords blazing in the light, and our powder dry. Our battle cry is thus, no fear. And with these words, let God guide us to victory and his wrath rain down upon you as if to erase your existence for all time. We come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, whom you have defiled and whom will deliver you unto our hands. In writing this, I, I wanted to be, I want to be very clear. I've tried to keep, this is very much in alignment with the Declaration of Independence. There's a little bit more verbiage added in the beginning, and obviously the entire facts, the facts that are submitted, the original is let facts be submitted to a, into a candid world. This is let facts be submitted to an awakened world. And the facts have changed to make them relevant and applicable to today. When we read the Declaration of Independence, it's an amazing document in its time that our founding fathers wrote for the time, but to inspire us to the future. I'm guarantee you that some of this, if you give this to the appropriate people on the left, they're going to mock this to death because they're going to say, what silliness? We're not at war. Well, we know we're at war, number one. And number two, it is foolhardy to think that by following a template and just reading the old template that that's all we need going forward. Any good battle needs to mold and improve its strategy. Patton was one of our great generals of all time. And Patton had memories of battles long past. In fact, he was known to have walked sacred ground of battles and have a memory of how those battles were fought. But he didn't anchor himself in the old tactics and strategies. He learned from the old tactics and strategies and brought them forward to modernize the approach of the current military to defeat his current enemy. We are very much in a different, a similar dilemma. We have a very unique war that we're fighting. It's unlike anything that we have ever experienced in known history of man. This is an entirely integrated global network of people that are outside of the traditional governance that have been organized through corporate structures that by choice, blackmail, coercion, whatever reason, they have all come together to accept the fact that they are a privileged elite that must subjugate, subdue, and destroy God's children. That's unlike anything we have seen in our histories. So, it is important for us to, one, learn from the past and be cognizant of what our founding fathers were trying to achieve, but realize equally as we study the deep side of our history in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution that they, many understood that this war was not complete. They understood that the Constitution wasn't all that it was saying it was, and they understood very well that Great Britain still had its nasty fingers in the back end of our finances and our country. 
They understood the elements like the Virginia Bay Company and Hudson Bay Company all had operations going on. They were tying us to the crown. And they understood very well that we were going to have a long fight ahead of us. And for that reason, I truly believe that the few states that held out demanding that we get the Bill of Rights, which included the Second Amendment, understood very well that a time would come once again that we will have to stand up as a people and to fight this fight with a knowledge of our past histories as our founding fathers had, with, but yet with a new vigor and understanding of a new battlefield and threat that faces us. This enemy is pernicious, and this is why I keep pounding on it. I, I do not in any way take away from efforts to bring people together like the trucker's convoy. It's amazing. But don't rest and go be comfortable. Don't get sloppy and don't think that they are going to give you anything because they're simply afraid of you. They're not afraid of you. This is the problem. They have not yet learned to be afraid. They must learn to be afraid. They control the media. They control the perception. They still have been able to show the world that they can get 80% of Canada to take a shot on a fake pandemic. They have demonstrated that they can get upwards of 200 million Americans to take a shot on a fake pandemic. All they needed to do was to have a media create a demon and everybody would run for cover and, and roll up their sleeves and say, inject me, inject me, inject me. This enemy does not fear you yet, but they must. Because when the enemy begins to fear you, then you begin to press and press harder. One of the great things that we can learn from Jericho is that as they walk the walls, we can see that just by the arrogance, they, nobody was fleeing the city. There wasn't any concern for Joshua's army around the walls. But what happened once the walls fell after the seventh round on the seventh day? Joshua's army slayed every man, woman, and donkey. No one survived. That's something to keep in mind, that there is a portion of wrath in all of this fight, this ruthless the enemy understands wrath. They have no problem in destroying you. They have no problem in maiming children. They have no problem in eradicating elderly. Matter of fact, they take pleasure in it. They do more than that. They laugh at it because they can't believe how stupid humanity would be. That a few people sitting in a chair somewhere will literally sit around and throw a few orders out. Fochi, wear one mask. Fochi, wear two masks. Fochi, wear three masks. No, let's wear two masks. Let's wear one mask. And people comply. We have gotten ourselves here because of us. And to a large degree, I believe it's because we haven't understood the nature of the threat. The attempt here today was to present a declaration for this time, a declaration of independence for the fight for humanity. And in that attempt, which I will put it out, I'm open to comments, but it's the point of in the attempt of doing this, I'm trying to channel in as we all need to what it is that we're truly fighting. We're not fighting mandates. That's a step. All that is is a battle. It's not the war. And it's a good battle to have, but you have to be ready to adjust because the enemy already is. When a mandate falls, example, in Saskatchewan, as the mandates are being pulled down, their health minister is already pushing to get mandatory COVID passes on a provincial level. They're adjusting to the fight. As we see 
this mandates fall in our country, United States, we're seeing this mass rollout of 5G at an unprecedented level. And as we dig deeper, we discover that 5G is already 6G enabled. And we don't even have 6G on the books yet. In the midst of all this, Facebook has changed its name to Meta, and it's building out its metaverse in a massive, massive data system. Elon Musk is preparing to do the first human trials on the brain implant. You have medicines now that are all converting over to a technology to override your immune system and to control your neuro network. You have robots moving into the public at an unprecedented rate. Elon Musk announcing that he's got a new humanoid robot that will replace the labor shortage. Their plan has always been the same, to eradicate humanity. And it doesn't matter whether you follow the extremist elite, which I refer to as the Illuminati, or whether you, or you follow the moderate elites, which constitute those that speak the word MAGA. But they're all rooted in the origins of the American Masons. When you look at that, the two fights that were being thrown in between, that bifurcation, that binary option, A or B, Democrat, Republican, which are all the same party in the end, they're trying to move everybody to the same point. They want transhumanism to be the agenda. The true fight at the core of all of this is to understand that the corruption around everything, that they are controlling both the narrative and the counter narrative, that the only true counter narrative rests with our walk and relationship with Christ Jesus. That's the exodus. And when we step into that path and step away from all of this, they cease to have the control that they had before. But as long as we keep looking to someone like them or some other group to fix it for us, it is not going to happen. This is a constant problem that we're going to have to undo because people have become dependent and codependent on government to fix the problems that we should have never let occur and that we as the people can fix. But we keep looking to others to solve the problems that are not others to solve. We have to fix them. One of the most amazing things that's come out of this COVID period is that if people would look around, they would realize something. We've been doing just fine without government. And yet the conditioning is that people recycle and constantly go back to saying, we need government. We need to put in somebody else to represent us. We need to do this. Why? Where in the last 18 months have you seen government work effectively? I would like to see it because I haven't seen it work at all. There was a video that came up over the weekend. It was a young nurse. She was protesting the fact that NYPD was closing down all the streets. Her argument was weak. She was blaming the cops for, she was making some comments that cops kill people every day. So what's the big deal if a cop if a cop gets killed. That's a stupid and ridiculous statement, and she deserves to be smacked down for it. However, pay attention to what she said, and this video went viral. Her comment is to the point when you look at it from a right lens. Why are we giving the police officers the right to worship in mass and shut down an entire city without COVID requirements, without distancing requirements, without masks, while that same group of people are arresting youth and putting them in jail for out of COVID pass and without having their, without monitoring social distancing, without a mask. We don't need to be worshiping people. Everybody has to be judged fairly on the same scale. 
I support the blue. I don't worship the blue, meaning that I don't blankly give my allegiance, loyalty, or support to anybody in uniform unless I know who they are. And that's like I have said a number of times now, our greatest challenge is going to be to get past many of these big mind brain propaganda pieces that they've launched in you. Look, I am a veteran. I support veterans, but I don't blindly support veterans. I want to know who they are and what they stand for. Just because someone says I'm a veteran, I'm like, big deal. You know, it's like I would almost say, okay, well, then I know somebody who is a housewife. I know somebody who is a father. What's the big difference? And what they're going to do is they play an emotional card on you to say, well, I'm serving the world. I'm in a very dangerous job. I got news for him. The most dangerous job lately has been trying to survive this system without it crushing people, kicking them out of their jobs and having to keep make them get mandatorily vaxxed. So in this fight, it is essential that we understand the true nature of this enemy. It is trying to create these impossible things for us to get around. If they're wanting you to worship the blue Ask yourself why, because frankly, and I'm going to be very candid here, there have been some great police out here, but as an aggregate on the whole, police have failed us in this last 18 months. The only ones that have stood out brilliantly have been the sheriffs. If I want to look across the board of the military, those that didn't take the injection are the real heroes. Those that are complying to the injection are the fools. And I don't put my trust with those that took the injection. I put my trust with those that are facing discharge or inability to reenlist. Those are the true heroes and the ones that I trust because they stood on the right foundation of this fight. So it is very important that we get through and break through these boundaries of psychological idolatries that have been put in people's head. A president is a man. He's not some element of God. Soldiers are people. They're in a uniform doing a job that they chose to do. I want to be clear about that. They chose to do this job. And I will tell you, as I've said very candidly, some of the greatest heroes that have evolved have never been in uniform and never will be, but they constitute the American patriot movement that have made tremendous sacrifices and have not had a huge federal government on the back end to protect them. Even more so, They've gone against the federal government and they've stood up against it. And that is a true hero. Our government is corrupt, true and true. And we have to come to grips with the fact that that is the true enemy of the people. It is being run by the deep state and it has no interest in giving you anything that won't benefit itself in the long term. So with that in mind, we have to refocus our energies, our and recommit ourselves to this fight in a clear way of what the true enemy's nature is. We the people have the numbers. We the people have the ability to coexist without war. We the people have the ability to humble ourselves before God and to worship and ask for repentance and to stand up boldly in this fight and to be the Davids. What we the people don't need is more corrupted leadership that is playing this two-party two party politics or in Canada, I think it's a one-party system. We don't need more of that. What this truckers movement should show everybody is that people can come together and support each other for a common cause, but let that common cause not be mandates. Let it be true liberty given by God. And when we take that true liberty by the horns and we truly understand what God is giving us, we begin to live a very unique space because I care about me and I care about my fellow brethren, 
but I respect a person's choice to do what they do. I don't need a government telling me what taxes I need to pay on my money so they can spend it on foreign affairs and bombing the hell out of villages in some Middle East dirt pit. What I don't need is our government exploiting me, telling me to take taking my money to fund petrochemical extraction in the middle of Africa. And to get that, they poison out and kill a whole village so they can move in a new oil rig. This is the horrors that our government has done in the name of capitalism, in the name of freedom. And it's thousands of pages more. So we're fighting for the fight of humanity. And if we will put Christ as our footing before us, God at our back, we will walk this path together brilliantly And we will follow the great experiment that our founding fathers intended. That in this country, unlike any country known to man, God was placed on the throne above its people first and foremost. The people were subject to God. And below that, government was subordinate to the people. If we keep that in mind, we learn something brilliant. That our founding fathers trusted in the greatness of who we were as people. And that greatness can be extended across the globe. It's time we understand that and embrace that. It's time that we grasp these simple words. And these words are that rebellion to tyrants is obedience to God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. And we thank you for the blessings that you give us in this time for the clarity and strength to stand up against this global tyranny. Lord, these fights are enduring. These fights are challenging, and they're hitting every family and every home across the world. We pray for the strength of each patriot in every nation to stand up boldly, to unite, and to find that common ground of love in you, God. That love and strength that we find through one another to know that we, the people, can overcome this evil, which seeks constantly to divide us and to destroy us. Lord, you have given us something greater than we totally understand. We are greater than all of this. You have given us dominion over all evil, right to step on snakes and scorpions. And so we proclaim that dominion tonight. To stand up boldly as a united front, humbled before you, asking for the forgiveness of the sins that have passed this world, yet standing boldly now next to you in this fight to take this back in your name, and in the name of our Savior, Christ Jesus. And we say these things in Christ's holy name. Amen. The fight ahead is going to demand that all of us commit our sacred honor and our lives and our fortunes. That's how we win. And to do that, you have to have a deep and intimate trust in Christ and to the Father. To understand that all will be provided if we put true trust and faith in him. And as we do that, that means that we have to start looking out for one another, making sure that each one of us is okay. We have to care for one another as we should. That's the loving grace that we have with one another. To understand that evil will try to get between that. They will try to create suspicions and divisions between each and every one of us. But we change that game when we start to work together. The great story of the Canadian movement, 
the truckers movement isn't just the 20 to 50,000 truckers. It's the millions of Canadians, the tens of thousands of Canadians that came out on every bridge and at every truck stop brought food, brought cookies, brought warm, warm drinks. That's the story. Because that story is epic. That's Canadians putting all things aside, coming together and supporting one another in a unified effort to tell the government to drop dead. This is how we win. We don't win with the sword of steel. We win with the sword of spirit. Have a blessed night, patriots. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Our prayers are the absolute rock that we need right now in everything we do to humble ourselves before God. God is with us. He will never forsake us. And God will always guide us as we need to. But we have to trust in him in an unprecedented level right now because we have to step beyond the me and into the us and into the him. In the end, God will win. But we have a very important time and reason for being here, for being here. We have a very important time and reason for being here. We are in this time and in this place for such a time as this. And that's something to keep, take to heart as an amazing medal of honor to wear on your chest. So see you tonight for Fishers of Men until then or until the next time. God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. 
the energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 